Hey, I'm Tim. And I'm Drew. And this is the Hearts and Hands Podcast. In Season 3, Episode 13, we continue our talk with Jenny Schubring about how strengths play into teams of creatives. Welcome back to another episode of the Hearts and Hands podcast. I'm your host, Tim Babbler, joined as always by my co-host, Drew Sonnenberg. And Drew, we get to continue our conversation today with our guest from last time, Jenny Schubring, who got us, as we mentioned last time, out of our comfort zones a bit by getting us to talk a lot and delving into how our strengths play into our role as creatives. But this conversation took a little bit of a turn into how we work together with teams of creatives which was kind of fitting for us because when we took that little bit of a break from our podcast and weren't posting on a weekly basis, actually took, what was it, a couple months off, um, both of us were actually transitioning to new roles with new teams of creatives. Yeah, and I think that kind of speaks to how important understanding strengths within a team is because the better you understand everybody's strengths, the better you can understand how their roles will fit or what their roles should be and how to interact with different people in their different roles. And I think you and I can both kind of attest to that, that it it took us a little while and it took a lot of work for us to figure out how to work with our new teams. Now, if you didn't listen to episode 12 of this season yet, make sure to go back and check that out before continuing on with this episode, because we are continuing the conversation from last time. But let's delve into that conversation with Jenny Schubring. How can that fit in with the strengths that you have of your team? Tim, can you think of ideas that in your team? Yeah, so there's a lot of different uh, aspects of my current role and the people that I get the chance to serve with. Um, In my perfect world, I would just get to focus solely on the creative side. I wouldn't have to deal with scheduling. I wouldn't have to deal with um, coordinating volunteers. I wouldn't have to, like all of the things that to me are a burden. Um, simply because it's just outside of what I feel like are my strengths and what I have seen to be true. So what one thing that I've been able to do is utilize a system, um, an online uh, resource that helps me kind of coordinate people's schedules. And then in the same way, I allow other people on my team to focus on the the nitty gritty of, like you said, I spreadsheets, whatever. I just want to pick songs and I want to practice them and I want to be really good at it. I want to write new songs and the sort of thing that to me, like gives me joy, gives me fulfillment. Um, And I have the space to do that because there are other people on my team who compliment me in ways that I am weak. So I've been able to put that into effect. And I would say really because um, I know the top strengths of those people that I work the most closely with. Mm. That's awesome. What about you, Drew? Is there are you in a situation where you get to access a team and how you can see how that plays out? Yeah, um, yeah, it, it's it's a little interesting. Um, I, again, before we started recording, I mentioned one of my coworkers uh, likes to pick on me because all of my strengths are about thinking, not getting stuff done. But we actually share three of our top five strengths. Um, so he's, he's the same way. He's terrible at getting stuff done. Um, <coughs> but yeah, uh, it, it's especially the team I work with all works remotely, um, which is, it, it's an interesting dynamic because it allows us to just find the people that fit 
the roles we need rather than be like, who do we have right here in this local congregation? We just, when we were assembling the team, we were like, we need someone who can accomplish these things and we need someone who's good at these things. And so our, our strengths do kind of end up balancing each other out quite a bit, uh, which is really cool to see like just uh, we, the team I've been working with, we've been working for about two years now, um, the four of us and just how we've adapted and shifted like, well, that doesn't make any sense for me to be doing that. Dan would be way better at doing that or Jeremy would be way better at doing that. So just figuring out how our roles all work together um, based on our strengths has been a lot of fun. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. So when you think about your strengths, you know, where do you see the biggest impact on being a creative Uh, so like, like I was saying earlier, like I, in my head, there's a, there's a perfect version of every song. There's a perfect version of every piece of art. Um, and that may or may not be true. I don't know, but like, I like to think about it, like the platonic ideal, like going back to Greek philosophy and all that, but the, the amount of time that I spend like thinking about all the different possibilities, like some artists just, they, they try stuff and see what, what stick, like they throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks. And that's, that's a perfectly fine way of doing things. I just do it all in my head. Um, like, but the, the amount of different, iterations I can go through in my head of, well, what if I did this? You know, I don't, I, that, no, what if I did this? Um, and like one of the most fun things for me as a, a songwriter is I, I tell people that like, I can, I can hear the song in my head. I can hear all 72 parts that I've written for it and I can hear it. No one else can hear it yet. But once I actually get it down on paper and get people to record it or whatever, then everyone else gets to hear what's been going on in my head for all this time. Cause I've just been thinking about it and thinking about it and I know what it sounds like, but to, to be able to like take the time to get it down and let other people experience it as well is just super fun. That's awesome. And I, and what, what that speaks to is that, that idea that you don't have to have executing strengths to execute, right? You are motivated by what you hear in your head and wanting others to experience it. And, and that's where the giftedness that we've get that we've gotten just can be such a light on what, on God's people and even, you know, well, anybody, you know, so, um, my, my goal as a coach is to empower people to see their giftedness and see how they can have an impact on their world because the ripple effect of that is it's an, you can't measure it. And, and that's, that's my, like when I think of like going to heaven someday and then seeing how far out maybe one conversation I had with somebody had some kind of ripple effect, even though I've never met them, something that, a conversation I had with somebody, a different point of view that came of it. Um, 
all of those types of things, like just the ripple effect that that will play out. I just, that's what I'm super excited about on the other side of this, this world as we know it. Um, do you guys have any questions for me? I know I kind of like asked you a ton of questions because <laughs> that's what I do as a coach. <laughs> this is the funny thing of inviting a, a coach on to our podcast where normally we're like, yeah, let's let's hear from our guests. And now we have someone who made us talk. <laughs> Honestly, this is the most I've talked on an episode in like months. <laughs> I think our listeners are going to appreciate it. Um, <laughs> I can think of a few specifically that are going to probably comment on this and be like, <laughs> yes, someone got you guys to break out of your shells and talk more. <laughs> so I actually, maybe it's not so much a question, but we're talking so much about the importance of knowing how you're wired. So we can, we could give an encouragement to our listeners or to creatives who might hear this episode and say, find out who you are, whether it's through Clifton strengths or another method Clifton strengths, we all would say is a very good one, but just, taking the test is not enough. What are some practical next steps for somebody after taking the, the test to, to maybe understand now I know my strengths, here's how I can use them to my true benefit. That's a great, great question. So the first thing that I would actually have, I, I do this with my clients, either I do it with them, or I have somebody that loves them do this with them. That insight report, um, have somebody read it to you, where you're not following along, where you're not, you're, you're not trying to analyze it, even if you're high intellection, where you're, you're simply receiving the goodness of these strengths that you have to see how you're wired, to hear it and, and to embrace it. So simply listening to somebody reading it to you can be really powerful. That's the first thing I have people do. And then um, I encourage people to get into a practice of, of an inventory. Like at the end of the day, what strengths showed up today? How did they show up? Where did they show up? Did they show up in your work, in your relationships? You know, those types of questions. Like, how did they show up? And and just note, you don't have to write like paragraphs. I mean, you can if you want. There's those of you who are like, oh, sweet, I can write and I'll write more. And then there's some of us like, don't make me write anything. So if you, it doesn't have to look a certain way, but it's a, a taking note, taking note of what what is showing up and how it's showing up. And if you can go back then and kind of see, like, are there ones that I'm not being able to tap into because of my situation? Is there other ones that are being misunderstood by people because I overuse them? Like it's it's a it's a pause and take note type of exercise, which we can just that's something we can do in any area of the pausing and taking note. Um and that and that just helps you become more aware. And the idea again to be more empowered by how you're wired and how you can use these again for God's kingdom. That those are the two things that come to mind off the bat. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, just speaking. Go ahead, Tim. <laughs> nope, you're good. Okay, I was going to say just like speaking from personal experience, it's been uh, very empowering to to be able to talk to like coworkers and things about like about what my strengths are and how that affects just how I work. So like 
one of my top five is intellection. And the biggest way that that kind of shows itself is if, if I'm presented with a lot of new information in a very short amount of time, like I need time to think about it. And like, if you, as my coworker know that, know that, okay, I'm about to bombard Drew with a bunch of new information. He's not going to have anything to say about it right away, but give him 24 to 48 hours and he'll have a lot of things to say. He'll have a lot, he'll have thought through it and everything. Um, That's just been like very helpful to me to not feel like like I need to respond right away or that I'm I'm weaker because I can't say anything right away, but to be like, no, you know this about me now. You know that I take the time to do this. So let's talk again in two days from now, and I will have lots of things to tell you. If I may follow that up, I think, Drew, you hit on a key point there that I know I've talked to Jenny about in the past, but it's not just knowing yourself, but having others know you as well. You really help yourself to be a, a better a team member, a better family member, whatever this the situation is. You knowing yourself is one thing, but others being able to play to your strengths. I mean, that's why people talk about love languages all the time. You want to know your love language and your partner's love language because it helps you communicate in the best way. If you're working on a team, know your strengths and know your teammates' strengths so that you can function in the best possible way. Yeah, and that speaks to one other part too. When you start bringing other people in, so they understand your strengths, is to understand because just because something comes easy to you, does not mean that it's going to be easy for somebody else. Uh, for example, I was just talking to somebody this morning. Four of her top five strengths are relationship, and so it never occurred to her that other people might have a little bit more difficulty with relationship building because. It comes so naturally to her that it that she doesn't have to think about it. And therefore, she just assumes that's how other people are too. So when we were able to take a moment and look at that, like this is how I'm wired. That doesn't mean everybody's wired the same way. And so to give grace in those areas, to understand like somebody else is going to look complete, going to work differently, going to be motivated differently. And and the goal then would be to work together and not against. And the way that happens is with grace, really giving tons and tons of grace to each other and for ourselves when we don't have that space for that kind of understanding. Yeah, I definitely get really mad when other people aren't strategic and analytical. Like really mad. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> Yes. And that's a huge piece of awareness. Like what does frustrate, you know, and, and sometimes even understanding our strengths helps us understand why we're frustrated, you know, like being able to put words to it. And then once you can't change what you don't know. So being aware of that, so then you can make the shifts mostly in your own mindset so that you can work well with others. I can remember a bunch of times in my, my past where after I, I've found my strengths and then read insight reports, and then worked through our transformational discipleship process where we really dig deep into the strings. And I think back to all these times where I'm like, so that's why that happened. And that's why I've, like, there's so many light bulb moments in my mind. It's just like, that makes so much sense now. I wish I would have known this sooner. 
Very true. I know that's how I felt too. And I did it when I was in my early forties. So <laughs> that's a lot of, and that's the other part of having grace for yourself too, because 40 years is a lot of unlearning, right? Like recognizing the things that I have to unlearn, like that manipulation piece. And you can talk to my sister. I don't manipulate her anymore. <laughs> so, but I, you know, but those are things that that awareness had to happen in order for me to make the shifts. So grace for yourself, grace for others. Um, and that's really, you know, being part of his kingdom. Do you have other questions? Um, I'm, I'm a little curious, like, ha have you from the creatives you've talked to, whether it be me and Tim or anybody else, are there any kind of, common themes you see through them or do you just see a, a huge variety of different strengths in creatives i would definitely say it's it's variety it's variety and, and like you and tim are perfect examples of that like i don't you guys don't share any of your top five <laughs> so um and to say that, well, if you have these, you're going to be more creative if you have these strengths versus those strengths. That's just not true. And so, um, but how, again, your outcomes are still the same. Like you're still coming out with great stuff. You're still impacting people, whether it's through music or songwriting, but the motivation behind it and how you do that, that's what's different. I mean, the motivation being as far as how you're, you're going to do the work. Motivation obviously is, you know, to impact God's kingdom, but um, the, the, that piece to push you to do the things that's going to be different. And I think that's again, just part of the fabric of, of the body of Christ um, being able to show up again. And I think that's a little bit of a shift in mindset from what maybe we focused on more, in, in the past of if someone is left brain or right brain, right? Like, oh, you got the super creative, free thinking, free spirited people. And then you got your logical, analytical, mathematical. Well, Drew and I both are math guys. Yeah, and I literally was a, a high school math teacher for six years. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're both math guys and both music creative guys. And that's not supposed to mesh when you go by one, you know, brain hemisphere or whatever you want to call it. And that's when Drew mentioned two of his top five, I think he said, was it deliberative and in election? And yep. those, those are two of my bottom five. So it's interesting to see that you can have such a wide variety, but accomplish the same goal. And I think that's, that's one of the blessings and benefits of us being wired differently. And the way that God creates us is we might have completely different strengths, but he can still use us to accomplish a similar outcome he can still use us to impact his kingdom. As much as we want to fight against him, he's still going to use us. Yes, that's that's the truth of it. There's, you know, and I would have to do, if I'm going to be completely honest with you, Drew, I would have to go through like all the people I've taken the strengths through and if what I, you know, how do you even identify a creative? You know, what would you say that would be that category? I don't know that, there might be some themes that come through, but I think majority of it is going to be like what Tim just said, like 
where your top are, his bottom are. And, and let me just, this was something that I did learn last week with the training. And that is this, that we have all 34 strengths. It's the amount of intensity with which what we work in those strengths. Those are your top five, your top 10. And we typically work within our top 10 um, regularly. And if you were to take the strengths finder again, your top 10 would probably be the very similar. There might be a few movements in between there, but your top 10 pretty much stay um, consistent throughout your life because again, it's how you're wired. Um, and so that's the other part of it. Like you can still, I can still be consistent, even though that's way on the bottom. I can even, I, it makes me choke a little bit to say, but I can be disciplined when I need to be because I have, I, I have it. It's just not, it doesn't come naturally. I have to, I have to be really intentional with it. So, you know, as you know, we talk about what you do with your strengths. One of the things that I, I don't, and I purposely don't give people the 34 because I want people to focus on the five, because what happens is that oftentimes we'll go right to the bottom and start talking about what we, we suck at. <laughs> and, and that's not helpful. But if we can work within that body of Christ within the top top five ten, that that's where that's where things happen, and people are invigorated and inspired um, because you're using those strengths. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's a lot. Drew's going to spend the next 48 hours thinking about this now. <laughs> At least. <laughs> but seriously, Jenny, it, it's it's been a pleasure having you on. And thank you for making us talk as much as it may be uncomfortable for us. <laughs> you guys who host a podcast don't like actually talking. We just like making other people talk. So um, I guess we need to have coaches on more often for us. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. It is a pleasure to talk with both of you. Uh, is there anything that you'd like to plug any uh, websites to go to or anything of that nature for us? Oh, sure. If you want to find me on uh, my website is jennyshubring.com. Um, and yeah, I, you can we'll, find me. We'll on Facebook. spell that in the show notes for those of you who don't speak German. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think of it as being German, but I guess, yes, because I married into it. So <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> and a perk for those who might live in the Fox Valley is she's local like Drew and I are. So maybe able to actually uh, meet her in person. Yes. And I'm always happy to have these conversations with people, whether it's virtually or in person. Um, I also do teamwork and things like that as well. So um, if you need somebody to help facilitate all the things that we talked about today, I'm happy to have that conversation. And you've been known to speak at conferences in the past as well, right? It's true. <laughs> it's true. And when we're coming up where you and I are speaking together, or well, not together, but we'll be at the same time. Yeah. A uh, fun conference that St. Mark Ministries is hosting in the Green Bay area in February called Dare to Lead. I get to mm -hmm. talk about uh, online church with one of Drew's coworkers um, and a couple others from this area. And, and Jenny, you get to be a presenter to that as well. Yes, I get to talk about transformational or what um, transformational discipleship. So, 
Sweet. Well, again, thank you so much for your time. We truly appreciate the conversation, breaking us out of our comfort zone. Uh, I would say beneficial conversation and hopefully a lot more for people to dig into. Well, thank you for having me. That wraps it up for another episode of the podcast. Again, if you want to be like Jenny and try to bring us out of our comfort zone and make us talk, you're, you're welcome to try. But otherwise, if you have people you want to hear from or questions you want answers to, or you are an artist working on the next great thing, we'd love to hear from you. Feel free to reach out to us on heartsandhandspodcast at gmail.com or on any social media platform at Wells Creatives. And as we mentioned in the last couple episodes, we specifically here were talking about Clifton Strengths, which is available online. But you're, there are many different ways of getting to know your team's strengths. Just find the one that works best for your team. Absolutely. We'd love to continue to hear from you and get your input on things. We also love the support that we get on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash hearts and hands podcast. Thanks for uh, giving that a, a look and checking it out. If you want to continue seeing our awkward facial expressions during these episodes, definitely go check that out. Those are available for our patrons only. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.